0: Welcome into another edition of the Better Baseball Podcast, windailysports.com. Uh, yesterday, here on the Better Baseball Podcast, not too bad of a day. And by not too bad, I mean it could have been. A lot worse, I think, is what I'm trying to say. Uh, a pretty good day overall, I would say. We did hit the Dodgers, team total over. We hit the Detroit Tigers, which is what really made the day here at plus 165. So uh, a pretty solid day here at the Better Baseball Podcast. My name is John Jansen. Follow me at jjansen34. Before we get into here today's slate, which is a pretty good slate today, I, I, I looked through and there were a couple plays that really just stood out to me. Uh, in terms of those that I just go, all right, well, that makes this a little bit easier. I'll take this one. So uh, I hate to say locks. Locks is never a term that uh, I really like to use when it comes to betting, and especially when it comes to uh, baseball betting, because as we know, baseball betting, there isn't really anything that you could consider a lock. But I will say there are some plays today that immediately just jumped out to me, and uh, we're going to obviously start right now with one of them. And that's, I, I I think, a matchup. Everybody's going to look at a guy that's getting Cy Young attention. Uh, Corbin Burns is going to take on this Chicago Cubs offense. Obviously, they're not very good. Uh, the Chicago Cubs have looked terrible this season. Jake Garietta on the mound. Now, I'm look, the, the first thing I thought is okay, Jake Garrietta on the mound. You know, m- maybe I could take advantage of that matchup some way, a team total money line, but. There is no play here in terms of sides. Uh, I don't trust the Brewers' offense. They should have won that game last night. It's a shame that Brandon Woodruff did not get that win. He looked phenomenal against the Cubs. And I think Corbin Burns is going to look the same. But I just I can't go sides here. I just can't trust the Brewers' offense. I can't trust the Cubs uh, either, to be honest. So I'm going to stay far away from that. But what makes this one really easy is Corbin Burns, uh, the over 8.5. So far, Corbin Burns through two games, strikeout totals of 11 and 9. That is over, obviously, as we see the eight and a half total strikeouts for Corbin Burns. But uh, on top of that, I mean, obviously, the stuff is great and the strikeout percentages is great. But the Chicago Cubs, they are fifth in strikeout percentage against the right-handed pitching so far this season at 29%. Now we're going to go to another team. Uh, on that list that we're going to take advantage of. But 29% is the Chicago Cubs' strikeout rate against right-handed pitching. Corbin Burns maybe one of the best right-handed starting pitchers in baseball. He has some of the best stuff in baseball because, well, he's going to be in the Cy Young, uh, as the Cy Young votes, and he's going to be in that conversation. He's a candidate for it so far early on this season. Now, you see here, I also have under three and a half runs. I don't know if I'm too and. In- Convinced about that one, uh, Jake Arrieta. I think. Well, uh, I'm a Philadelphia Phillies fan, so Jake Arrieta for the past two, three seasons, not really somebody that I would like to bet on very often. But uh, I, I think this with this Brewers lineup, Jake Arrieta looked pretty good in his first start. You know, I, this this could be a candidate to go under three and a half uh, and first five under, but. I think for the most part, I just, I put it on there because I've been thinking about it. I'm trying to decide whether or not I should do it. But I think as I look through this slate more and more, there are some other bets that I liked more, but that's one that I definitely was thinking about under three and a half. You're going to get at a little bit of plus money as well. Plus one Oh eight. And we're seeing there, those are the first two bets on the board. And the next one I'm going to go to here is uh, the Philadelphia Phillies. Now, uh, John, why are you going to the Phillies who just lost a double header to the New York Mets yesterday and their bats did not look very good. Uh, why, why are we going back to the, the Phillies here? Why are we going to the Phillies? Because I actually backed the Mets last night, uh, in, in the game two of the double header, which they were plus one Oh five. That was a good hit with Marcus Stroman. So I think what I really like about this matchup is the fact that Zach Wheeler Has a tremendous fastball. Now, it was a little bit rough against the Atlanta Braves. Well, because the Atlanta Braves, they can be pretty good sometimes, and Wheeler wasn't hitting his spots. But what I do like is the fact that Zach Wheeler does have an incredible fastball, uh, and the Mets don't really hit fastball well, especially this season. Now, I'm going to bring in my guy, Keith Cavanaugh, Jr. Uh, Not only, first of all, my man, uh, congratulations on a Uh, 1-0 night last night in the hockey picks.
1: Thank you, thank
0: you. Yeah, uh, two and zero oh last night. I saw that early this morning. I I, I saw you were on the um, <clears throat> the Washington Capitals against my Flyers. Did not like that, but that's okay. <laughs> that's all right. That's good. It, it ended up cashing. You took the puck line, I think, with them. Or uh, I did like, minus one. So
1: like those are a little different than the puck line. So right, minus okay, yeah. Um, and then there's regulation you could bet too. So like sometimes I like the minus one because it pushes if they win in overtime as opposed to losing and if they went in overtime with when you take regulation, but, um, and the values are like the same, so
0: love it. Well, see, there we go. A little bit of insight in the NHL. Hey, you should be checking out Keith's picks. The model, I love it. The model has been giving out plays, and uh, Keith was doing a tremendous job. So check that out. That'll be WindailySports.com. But Keith, uh, I don't know if you're with me here. I know most of the Windaily Sports team is uh, our New York Mets fan, so I'm not sure they're they're liking that I'm going through this pick. But uh, maybe you could back me up a little bit here, or tell me that I'm uh, maybe being a little bit of a homer with this one. But I gotta like Wheeler in this matchup mainly gets immense if anything maybe go a first five uh with them
1: yeah so i like i like the value on the phillies right because they're just favored by a little bit and peterson stunk in his first uh his first start so i mean i don't hate it there uh The Mets have looked okay. Like, they're very inconsistent with the bats. Obviously, when DeGrom pitches, they like to turn their offense completely off.
0: Which is insane. It's just insane.
1: It's a poor guy, right? I mean, the the stats that they're bringing up now where he's like – he would have had like 35 more wins if they would have, you know, got normal run support or if the bullpen didn't blow his – I mean, it's tough. But at the same time, like, he's so dominant that it's just like – you just got to keep riding him.
0: Right. Uh, So, I think – I think I'm going to go Wheeler here now – I know David Peterson, he got kind of rocked at his last start, which was against the Phillies. Um, And I was looking at the first five under four and a half because I was thinking, you know, Peterson's not that bad. He's a solid pitcher, you know, just had a bad start against the Phillies. But then I saw it juiced up to that minus 143, and that made absolutely no sense uh, for me to take. So uh, I, I wasn't going anywhere near that. But I have sort of my picks for the slate. I already went through the Brewers and Cubs, but I think before I get into all of mine, is there anything you wanted to go to or anything that that kind of jumped out to you with this slate? I know with me early on, Corbin Burns uh, against the Cubs with Jake Arrieta. I love Burns strikeout totals. I love Corbin Burns to dominate that game. Now, I can't pick a side because the money line's juiced up and because the Brewers stink, so I'm not going to get any return on that at all. Uh, but is there anything that kind of jumps out to you on today's slate? There is a big one, uh, some good pitching matchups. So uh, what what is it that maybe stood out to you or a game that you're interested in? Go up to the Red Sox one quick. Oh, uh, nice. Which one? Game one or two? Where are we going uh, here?
1: Well, let's look at it. Uh, all right. So, I mean, they're the same line for both, which I think is interesting, right? I mean, they're it just is. basically, wow. they're just pricing okay. them. So, I guess you like it. Would it be like I don't know how the doubleheaders have been this year, but do you kind of want to wait for that lineup confirmation in case you yeah, know certain you players don't know are being which, rested?
0: Exactly. You don't know which game they're going to use their starters for or how they're going to, to kind of mix it up. Yeah. So you're absolutely right with that. Yeah.
1: And I mean, the pitchers, right? It, it, like, of, of all these kind of he, he was good like what a couple years ago. Is he still any any good right now?
0: No, I think that's kind of, I don't know which one to trust, Ivaldi or Rodriguez, and I don't know which twins pitcher I'm more afraid of. It probably would be Maeda at this point, even though Jose Barrios has this stuff. Uh, but I think Maeda is the one, I think that's a little bit more consistent. That would be kind of worried about, but yeah, I, I think why we're going with the Red Sox here, um, they've looked pretty good as a Yeah, of late. besides I, I that first
1: series. They look, they look, they bounce back
0: from that. Right. And to get them at plus money, you know, right. I, I think that's I what, think that's, that's what gets me going. Yes, exactly. They've won seven straight. You know, I think what I would do maybe take that first game uh, with Iavaldi, uh, just take the first one plus 128 and just kind of ride it that way. Because what I don't want to do is wait for the Red Sox to kind of lose that first game and lose the winning streak and then be discouraged about it and not bet the Red Sox here. I'm just going to go straight ahead, bet the Red Sox on the winning streak. Uh, they have won seven straight. They're plus 128. The pitching matchup, is it great? Um, no, but I, I probably could have said that for every single game during the seven-game win streak for the Red Sox because, well, seven games isn't really uh, something I expected the Red Sox to do. So that's a good one to look for. But I like how you're going with that one because we at least have the winning streak. We know the Red Sox have been winning, and what we try and look for always is the plus money here on the money line for Major League Baseball. So I think the Red Sox are a good play, and uh, I I'm just gonna stick with game number one. Now I think here. What I want to go with this matchup, I just want to check real quick what the strikeout prop is for Joe Musgrove. Probably over six and a half. Obviously, Pittsburgh isn't a very good offensive team. Uh, so, they are going up against one of the best in terms of Joe Musgrove. So we'll see. Uh, I'm right now checking at the right-handed splits. Going to check out the left-handed splits against uh, uh, for the Pirates, their K percentage against left-handed hit- pitching. Ah, And look at that, a, g- a good crisp 31.9% strikeout rate against left-handed <laughs> pitching. Uh, so I think we're going to be pretty good there with you Joe think, Musgrove.
1: Uh, do you think there's going to be a little uh, let down from his no-hitter?
0: See that's that's one thing I I, I would be worried about, and but the, it's the only Pirates?
1: thing is that right. The... the only
0: thing I would be worried about is the fact that he might be on not a pitch count, but I don't think they're going to be eager to run him out there for another nine innings. You know, how like how I, many
1: I, uh, how many pitches did he throw in the no hitter? Was it like one twenty one thirty?
0: I'll, I'll have to check, but I yeah, I think he he threw well <laughs> over a hundred. Uh, but yeah, I think yeah, he was, was like at one
1: hundred and seven, like in the seventh inning.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, he was, he was definitely, but so far Joe Musgrove. Now this is why, you know, you don't want to bet money line or anything, but as 10 K's against Texas, eight against Arizona in that no hitter against the Texas Rangers, he went nine innings. Let me see if I can get the pitch count real quick in this game, because that doesn't mean 112. So oh, that's not that that's, bad. no, that's actually what you would kind of, if this was a complete game in, in any capacity, 112 is kind of where you would think it would be for the pitch count. So You know what? Maybe it's not as much. Joe Musgrove is a great pitcher. Again, I just went through his stats there. He's, you know, with two games in, he's 2-0 and is not allowed an earned run yet this season. And if he's
1: running down the Pirates, too, they're not going to just pull him out like in five or six. I think they're going to ride him a little bit.
0: Right. And, you know, this is the strikeout. The strikeout prop is where it gets a little bit dicey, I would say, because if he's striking out batters, that means he's likely going to run that pitch count up a little bit. But I think they're going to be fine. 112 pitches doesn't actually scare me too much. So, you know what? Let's go over the the six and a half minus 113. Again, the Pittsburgh Pirates against left handed pitching so far this season, only 72 plate appearances. It's a really small sample size. But a 31.9 strikeout percentage against a pitcher who has struck out 10 and eight batters in his respective starts coming off a no hitter. I think you'll pitch deep enough into this game uh, that they'll give him the six and a half. So yeah, it's, it's valid questions though, right? Because I think the concern is like, man, I don't know. I don't know if I want to bet on a guy that just pitched a a no hitter Mm -hmm. and think that he's going to, you know, completely do that again, or, you know, he's going to be deep into the game, but I he think he might that still is be hungover from celebrating. <laughs> he could be. I bet backers of uh Joe Musgrove in that start too, probably probably doing the same exact thing, I would imagine.
1: So question two. So when you're looking yeah. at that, that uh the lefty righty strikeout rate, what's like a, an average number? Cause you were mentioning there at 31%. That seems high. Like what's like an average number, like 20. So
0: right now I and average numbers. I'm not too sure of what it would be like, you know, throughout a season because uh it can obviously vary. And we're seeing, I think a little bit of, of this year, the, strikeout the strikeouts rate.
1: are super high, right? I was yes. look, I so saw a tweet have, yesterday. That was like, it was outrageously high.
0: So at least with left-handed pitching, there are eight teams uh, with thirty percent or more strikeout percentage. But if you look around the average middle of the league, it's about twenty five to twenty seven percent that you would say. But once you see a, a team up in into the thirties like that, and a pitcher like Joe Musgrove, that's kind of where you would, mm-hmm. I think, want to want to take a a chance or at least know that, all right, this team is striking out a kind of a high clip. Uh, And that's what I'm, I was thinking with the Phillies as well yesterday. Uh, And they ended up striking out 14 times in game one and their strikeout percentage, uh, they're sixth this season. So that's obviously very high. So uh, another game I'm going to go to, Now I was just mentioning strikeout percentages, Uh, Tyler Mel, who's going up against the giants. Now I I think I, I get, why there would be a little bit of hesitancy here. Uh, Keith, did you watch the Reds-Giants game last night? I did not. <laughs> there was a lot of runs, um, and they were they were crushing the ball left and right. I think this game ended 7-6. to six. Uh, There were eight runs scored in the first inning off of Kevin Gaussman and Luis Castillo. Now, here, you can obviously see I'm on the Reds, minus 110 on the money line. Now, Johnny Cueto pitched great in his last start, but... I don't really expect that to happen all the time. Tyler Mallow has been great. Five innings pitch, two-word uh, against um, I, St. Louis, and then four innings pitch, no earned against the Diamondbacks. But his strikeout prop is where I want to go to because the San Francisco Giants, the third highest K percentage against right-handed pitching this season, and we see over 5.5 at minus 120. So a little bit of juice on both of these, but – Not enough to where uh, I've seen some. I was going to take some strikeout props, not Cueto's, but look at Cueto at minus 159. Like nowhere, going nowhere near that one, Keith. (laughs) That's um, gross. That's absolutely yeah. gross. <laughs> I'm sure when you see an NHL pick like that too, you just go, Oh.
1: Yeah. There's been a cu- there's been a couple and- money lines that are like minus three fifty, and I'm like, do oh not my- even do not even look at it. Wait,
0: uh, who that- was it? Minus three fifty.
1: The Avalanche were against the Ducks, uh, oh. the, Hur- the Hurricanes against the Red Wings. Uh the oh. Lightning hit the Lightning hit minus four hundred against the Red Wings and lost that game.
0: When do we see the Flyers uh, end up going in minus or uh, uh, plus three fifty at some point? N- they
1: they won't this season. <laughs> Lucky for you. I mean, after last after <laughs> last night's shell shock, though, they might they might have to. Yeah. Get
0: into uh, that. You know what? I'll ask you about that. We're on the Better Baseball Podcast, but you know, we're, we're, I I like going through things in the morning. Go through the things that happened the day before. Uh, Windailysports dot and this is also a good time to let you know that Keith is very good at talking hockey, and uh, he went two and zero last night. One of the Hicks was the Flyers? Uh, well, he faded them. Took the Washington Capitals. Uh, so, are the Flyers? Are we betting the over on their games now? Is this just a thing? Are we? Are they, we going to do that?
1: They have the highest over percentage in the league. Um, so, and they they're most total goals per game in the league too. So, basically, just the sum of their goals, four goals against. Uh, so that I mean, they're, they're definitely team. That's with a team. either
0: goalie too, right? That's not just right. Kind of hard, yeah, harder. Hard
1: Elliot right? doesn't matter. Both both of them, especially hard. I'm I'm a little concerned about him this year, honestly. But the good thing with goalies is they fluctuate year over year. So like even if he has a down year this year, he can come back and play lights out next year and then everything's good in the world. Um but definitely look at those overs on Philly for sure. Especially the caps. The caps yeah. are the second like the second or third highest over in the league. So I mean that was like a no-brainer. Like I put it on my lean, because what I like to do is if I take a team in, like, a money line uh, or a puck line or anything, I don't like to also take the over. I don't like to be, like, kind of betting both sides of it. I like to just do one or the other. And I was a little stronger on the Caps winning last night than the over. But I did put in the article, too. I was like, if you want to take the over, like, that should be a for-sure thing.
0: Yeah, I love that. And, uh, yeah, the Flyers have not been too good. So uh, They traded
1: think- uh, They traded a couple guys at the deadline, too. They got rid of uh, Sin and Rafa. It was
0: horrible. <laughs> gustavson was brutally bad they got a
1: seventh round pick for him so i mean it works That's out right, right? <laughs> it's better than nothing they did but, re, they re-signed
0: Lawton too, which is good they were talking about moving great. him yeah uh so obviously you can hear there from keith very good with nhl when it comes to betting uh you should be doing that and you should also be just taking the flyers over any chance you get but yeah you you brought up kind of that point of hey if a if a goalie, you know, a team is letting up a lot of goals and they're, especially they're going up a team against the Capitals that can score plenty of them, you know, it seems like a perfect recipe for, all right, this is going to be a high scoring game. We're obviously going to take that, but, and that's what I like to do with starting pitching as well. And we see the strikeout percentages are high. Tyler male strikeout. Rate has been pretty good this season, so I think I'm going to take that here on the Better Baseball Podcast. Windailysports.com. Keith Cavanaugh Jr. It's good to good to see Keith because I've been uh, I've been reading his picks and seeing him and the model go off in the NHL. And you can check out picks on Windailysports.com. Keith will have his in today as well as the rest of the Windaily Sports team. Uh, but here are the picks for the Better Baseball Podcast uh, going. I think I'm going to to axe this under instead of doing that. I'm just going to stick with the Corbin Burns strikeout at over eight and a half because I am getting plus money on it, plus 110. Uh, Phillies, I like on the money line, minus 118. Tigers and Astros. Here's where I'm taking a little bit of a risk, but I do like the fact that Houston's bats, they've gone very cold after a hot start this season. Michael Fulmer, actually not that bad, Keith. I know uh, I don't know if you pay attention to Michael Fulmer at all, but I don't think he's very good. Ex Philly, right? Is he really? Oh my god! I don't know. Why do I not remember? He's an ex Philly. Is is he an ex Philly? I don't know. I
1: thought the name sounded familiar. Like he might be ex
0: Philly. (laughs) You know, he's the kind of pitcher that would be an ex Philly. How about (laughs) let's just say that? Uh, (laughs) Michael Fulmer on the mound, and he's he's actually been kind of good so far. And McCullers, uh, you do have to worry about the the kind of the walk rate, but. He's been striking out batters a lot. I I think Detroit's offense has been good. Obviously, Akil Badu has been phenomenal this season. Four home runs already in his short, young career. But I I think... I will take the under four and a half. It's not even juiced up that much. I'll take it. I'll take the Reds on the money line. I think I just saw that at minus 110. uh, I think it was. So I'm going to take the Reds money line. Tyler Mayo over five and a half strikeouts. And then Joe Musgrove, a late addition here on the Better Baseball Podcast. Thanks to uh, a little bit of help from my friend, Keith. How about that one? You talked me into
1: it, man. I'm excited about that one. I'm definitely definitely taking it. And you
0: know what? For Keith here, let's go Red Sox plus 128. Uh, I think it, it's a it's a great why not it, it's a plus, plus money, money play, two. yeah. Right, like the, why the not? twins.
1: I don't see the twins lineup being significantly better than the Red Sox either.
0: No, and you know it's it's kind of cooled off a little bit. The twins lineup is good, but they're also five and five for a reason. Uh so far, they've lost their last three. Uh, they have run totals of three, six, and two. In those games, so yeah, they've cooled off and they're not really hitting consistently in that well. Why not take a shot? Can, can, can we, we uh
1: can we scroll up to that one o'clock yanks game? Real yes, quick? we can. Yes, we can. So Ooh, we got a little play why, here. Why is the Yankees not favored by more? I feel like are the, are like the Blue Jays have been. They've yeah. been okay and they definitely like they beat the Yankees a couple times when they played in that first series. But I feel like the Yankees overall are the better team. Is it is it a pitching matchup? Is it Kluber? Is Stripling has he been pitching well this year?
0: Well, yeah, no, neither of them have to be (laughs) honest. Uh, Kluber is a five point six eight ERA. Like it's just been bad. And Ross Stripling seven point five six. He's been bad. Solid. Uh, And though, yeah, and those are. I mean, Kluber that's through six and a third. Look at that over. I mean, that
1: that makes sense.
0: Right. Yeah. Oh, that that makes a ton of sense here. Uh, but I just. I don't trust either of these lineups right now because let's, let's go with the blue Jays. How about this? Uh, their last four games, they have run totals of one 15, one and seven. I, I I can't, I can't trust them. And you know, that's, that's kind of expected a little bit. First of all, it's baseball happens, but you also expect it with a little bit of a younger lineup. That's still trying to find their way in the major leagues. I think, and a lot of people think this is the season for them to kind of put it together, make a playoff push and get into the playoffs. But, Is it happening right now? No, it's just not happening consistently enough that, you know, I might take the Yankees, but I mean, even the Yankees so far aren't really doing that well. You know, a a lot of their metrics are sort of average. Um, It's not, uh, not anything you expect from a Yankees lineup. So, I mean, let's go down to the New York Yankees here. 13th in Woba, which is, you know, right around where Detroit and Seattle are so far this season. Obviously, if you're around those teams, it's not really the best. And their uh runs created plus, same thing, right around St. Louis, Tampa Bay, 13th. Um, they just they're inconsistent and they're not great. So yeah, I, I think it's it's more of it is the pitching matchup. It's the fact that I think Toronto is home as well, even though they're not home. Right. Uh, there they're in Florida, they're, right? They're in Florida. So yeah, it's it's when you see it, you go, okay, stripling on the mound. Like how, why, why is this not a little bit more higher for the Yankees? But I I think the pitching matchup with Kluber as well, he can definitely be hit. If anything, maybe look at the team total for some of these teams. Um, If I can go down there real quick to the team total, you know, uh, total runs at the first. No, let's go to team total. Let's go to team total. There we go. Uh, Like see Yankees over five and a half. Maybe you're getting a little plus money out of that. Uh, Yankees though, to me, that's pretty, That looks enticing, though. It, it does. It looks enticing against Ross Stripling. So uh, if, if that's the case, then maybe if you want to go with anything in this game, I might go there with the Yankees lineup uh, because Ross Stripling, you just want to take advantage of the matchup, I think, more than anything. Uh, but that's probably right about where I would go is maybe the team total. Now, I wouldn't take the Blue Jays. Obviously, I just kind of talked about their inconsistencies. You're juicing up a little bit too much. Uh, You're juicing up at all for the over, which I don't know if I want to technically do that with uh, with the Blue Jays. So I think if anything, kind of where I'm going to stand there is the Yankees. Uh, If you're going to get the plus money on the over and I know it's five and a half and I know it seems like a lot, but it's the number the Yankees can reach. If anything, they've been decent against right handed pitching so far this season. Um, they are 10th in WOBA plus .316 or 316 or 0.316, excuse me, uh, in WOBA against right-handed pitching so far. So obviously they're hitting a little bit better against righties than lefties. Uh, if you want to take the chance, I think that's where you go with the Yankees and Blue Jays. I'm not going anywhere, anywhere near this. That that just <laughs> nothing there entices me enough to do You that. think it's pretty much a coin flip on that game? Yeah, it's whether or not it's it's deciding if if the Blue Jays can get the Kluber or the Yankees get to to Stripling. It's too much volatility in uh-huh. the lineups. Too much volatility in terms of pitching matchup. Uh, I just I I don't think it's a game I'd want to go to. But I do like that the the little late addition there for the over five and a half for the Yankees. And you know what I think now that uh, Keith has contributed there two picks from Keith. I think that's a good place to stop here on the Better Baseball Podcast. So Keith, first of all, where can people find you on Twitter and also I mean give us a little bit of preview of what we might be seeing today for your uh, your NHL picks.
1: Yeah, Keith Cav Jr on Twitter, uh, that's where I post all my picks, all the articles, uh, as I mentioned to Jason on the series show, a couple jokes here and there too, maybe some good, you know, <laughs> hockey there you videos. Go. <laughs> <laughs> um but, yeah, no, I think, yeah, today today we got a an okay slate, right? There's only six games. First game's at 2 o'clock. Um, we're running back a play that we did on Monday. Uh, so we're just same matchup. Nice. Didn't hit on Monday, so we, we really like to bounce back to kind of – Come with us on Monday um, if you want to, you know, should, should I say it on here? Or should, we, should we make the readers, you know, get it read through?
0: Oh, no. Uh, yeah, no. We'll, we'll have them wait. Or you know what? Let's do an exclusive. If they're paying attention, if they're listening ahead of time, they're going to get it. So, yeah, what is the one play? Uh, we, All can right,
1: get we, we got Jets minus one and a half against the Senators at plus 146 on FanDuel. Um,
0: Ooh. Ooh. We're taking,
1: yeah, we're taking that because the, the Jets are one of the best teams on the puck line this year. They lost to the Senators four to two, who are one of the worst teams in the NHL. And we The Jets are. They got. They were plus one thirty five on Monday. So we're getting even more value because it didn't hit. So I really just love that play. I mean, the numbers suggest that it should hit. They've hit. It's hit three out of seven matchups this season. So the Jets are due to make it hit again. Even that out.
0: Man, I love that. You're giving me a plus money play. Look at that on the Better Baseball Podcast. Look at (laughs) ladies and gentlemen. A little crossover. A little crossover. I'm just going to look you straight in the eyes. This is what you can get on the Better Baseball Podcast. It's not just baseball. It's hockey, too. Uh, Keith, thanks for joining me, man. Uh, Really appreciate it. That's it for the Better Baseball Podcast. We'll be back tomorrow, 1030, same time. Good luck tonight. And be sure to check out all of our bets, windailysports.com.